As the great prophet John Francis Bon Jovi Jr. once said, Whoa, we're halfway there. And at this stage, Joel and Ellie really only have a prayer left to live on. This is the Odds Pod Presents, the fifth of them. Hey, I'm Dave Hendrick. And I'm Ben Hennessy, and we're the hosts of the Odds Pod, a podcast that asks, what's your favourite apocalypse? We're also the team behind the Scout Comics title, The Odds, a book that's kind of like, are you there, God, it's me, Margaret, except replace God with spiky, gooded man monsters, and Margaret with bullets. So, given our excitement about all things Entropic, we figured we'd create a companion podcast for the similarly cheery HBO adaptation of Naughty Dog's hit game, The Last of Us. I mean, who else would think of doing such a thing, right? It turns out loads of folks, but, you know, who's counting, eh? Anyway, episode five, or as we like to call it, Which Way's West? Ben. Hell of an episode again. I mean, loads of stuff to talk about. Uh, From the very start, um, right up to the very end, um, new things that weren't in the game um, and things that were very true to the game. Yeah, um, I think we did. We we kick off with the firework in the sky, right? We do. We yeah, see, we see a flare acting as a firework while um, the so, we the people army have a have a party. So it's all about January sixth, isn't it? It's all about <laughs> yeah, like immediately that, that came came to my mind. I was like, oh, yeah. they're sending us a message. This is this is the the end point of all that nonsense, you know. If you if you let it if you let it run riot, literally. Hey. Um, so yeah, so it starts off. It's kind of a nice party. Everyone's having fun, and then yeah. we get a bit closer to the action. Fuck me! I, mean, I don't mean to swear, <laughs> but oh my god! I mean, there are some really rough things on screen here. Yeah. So we, we see we see people having a party. Uh, it is it is a riot. Um, they've just freed themselves from the people from Fedra. And they're screaming things like freedom and fuck you, Fred, Fedra. And um, then we see executions. We see hangings. We see armored cars driving down with people tied to the back of it, dead people tied to the back of it with about 20 million knives stuck in them. Yeah. Um, it looked like everyone wanted a piece of that one guy, particularly that one guy, you know, whatever the hell he did. Yeah. And um, it was some of the roughest stuff I've probably seen on telly in, in quite some time. Yeah. Um and uh, no holes barred. No, no, no holes barred and 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 no holes left unentered. Um it, it looked <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. new holes made. Yeah, new holes made. Yeah, it, it, uh, it looked looked pretty horrific. All right. Now, like fair play to them for pulling it off. But um yeah. it definitely had that, you know, um post dictator revolution vibe going on. Um yeah. you know, uh, unfortunately people are familiar with um from history in the news and whatever, but yeah, it, it got it got seriously vicious. It was it really it, did the fall of Rome, the end of Gaddafi. It was you know all all points in between. Um, yeah, they were they were taking out some issues on those federal lads. Jeez, they really were. I mean, twenty years of well, we hear about all the kind of abuse that they got from that that particular sect of Fedra. Hmm. But there was one thing that um, we should take note from the start of the episode was one of the vans that was driving around was saying, I think I wrote it down, was a collaborators surrender now. Um, you're entitled to a fair trial if you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we find out later on, it's not a very fair trial whatsoever. Um, in fact, it's quite Fedra-esque. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, we we are immediately as that van passes by, we're introduced to Henry and Sam again. Yeah, yeah. So we've went back a little bit to where we left last week. Um, mm-hmm. Henry and Sam uh, waking up Joel and Ellie. Um, but we're we're probably an hour or two beforehand there, aren't we? No, we're I think yeah, ten days before. I think yeah, I think it's ten days. Yeah, because this is literally just as has happened. I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My apologies. Um, and um, the lads are creeping about, trying to go unnoticed in the crowd. Um, to get you know they're collaborators. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. To yeah. Get, yeah. So they uh, they do not want to get caught by the militia, um, and have found. An ally in yeah. Dr. Edelstein, which we'll get to in a bit. Um and and we find out, you know, where that bolt hole that we saw in the um I think in the previous episode kind yeah. of that came to be. And we also see a big change here from the game as well. Hmm. And I didn't know why they went this route. Um, but as the episode went on, I thought it was a really smart route to go. Um where Sam, we noticed last episode he was a lot younger than the almost Ellie's age we'd seen yeah. in the game to him now being uh, very young, much younger, maybe what would you say 10 or 8 or something. And he's, yeah, he's eight. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But he's also deaf. He's not deaf in the game. Mm. And um, really interesting setup here because he can't hear all the stuff that's going on. Um, so despite all the the horrible stuff that's being executed, hung, all the fireworks going off, the tanks coming in, giving everyone warnings, this kind of stuff. He has no idea about that stuff. Yeah. And his brother has to tell him what's happening in sign language. And, I, thought, uh, I thought that was interesting, like obviously for obvious reasons, but then mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a parallel there with the infectors who, as we've learned from earlier episodes, operate on this kind of fungal network um, if yeah. they're within a certain radius of, of of whatever the master kind of plant is or whatever, and um, and that seems to respond to sound and vibration. So here we have a deaf kid um, yeah. who is obviously unaware of of kind of aural stimulus, but on a couple of occasions throughout the episode, his attention is drawn towards big vibrations, like loud loud noises. Um, explosions. Um, mm-hmm. his brother slapping the desk to get his attention. Yeah. you know. Um, uh, so yes, yeah, so there's a bit of a parallel there between the. Um, I didn't cop that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Right, because those, those things move around like they're bats. So he's yeah on the other side of that coin. Yeah, yeah. I never cop that's 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 a great idea actually. I never even never yeah, even like sometimes these things are are just like although I don't think there's anything anything happens in this these scripts by accident because I'm sure they're. Mm-hmm. They're given so much time, and 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 you know the team behind them are amazing. But um, sometimes these things come through, and and it's just you know it could just be my interpretation of it, or you know. I totally agree. On on that point, when we get to the end, he asked Ellie a question. We'll get there in a minute, but I want to hear yeah. your in a minute. On, on be, yeah, well, maybe an hour later. <laughs> All right, so I'm not moving this thing around. Then, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll get into. Um, We'll get into uh, what happens next, and it's a, it's a conversation between um, Catherine, Kathleen, Kathleen, and Kathleen. we now know um, handsome beardy man. His name is Perry. Yeah, 
who I didn't realize. Um, I, I literally, I literally just saw it as we logged on. Hmm. He's actually the guy who plays Tommy in the game. Tommy in the game. He's game. he's the voice actor for for Joel's brother Tommy in the oh, game. Oh, in the game. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I, I didn't realize. No, um, I didn't know that either. Cool. So I, went, I went to try to find out who Handsome Beardy Man's name was, yeah. and it's like, oh, there he is. Oh, there's a whole lot of stuff about him. Yeah. Well, that's um, kind of so cool. Yeah. 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 I don't think they've done that, or I haven't. I haven't looked it up to see if yeah. they've used any of the other voice actors in any other regard. Um. But yeah, there he is anyway. Yeah. And um, we find out that I like your name from though. Handsome Beardy Man is. <laughs> Will we just stay with that. Will we just keep yeah, calling like, him Handsome Beardy yeah, Man? Yeah, Handsome Beardy Man. Yeah. <laughs> and Psycho Kathleen. Yeah. And Psycho. Yeah. I mean, well. Psycho. Uh, She's brilliant. Um, oh my God. And there's and she did a great breakdown of that character on her Twitter account over the weekend. Yeah. If anyone is interested in seeing her approach, any other actors who listen to this who want to go that route, it's great to see how she broke it down and why she went a certain direction with things. Because yeah. um, she is kind of like, um, she's kind of somewhere between like the really nice school teacher mm. who the second you cross uh, becomes not a nice school teacher anymore. And uh you just get very weary of the next time of crossing that line with her ever again. You, so, you yeah, you're it. you're buying on there. She's the school she's the school teacher, and we're talking about Melanie Linsky here. Um, but the the character Kathleen, like she she's playing, yeah, she is playing that school teacher who, mm-hmm. if you ha- had her as a teacher or you your kids had her as a teacher, there would come a point where she cracks and everyone turns around to everyone else and goes, you, you know, she doesn't have any kids. You know, <laughs> she has that, that thing where it's almost performative consideration for those around her. And, but once that gets to the edge of her patience, that's the end of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 100% that. I mean, uh, like, and her niceness is, we saw it be very genuine when she saw her soldiers show up in the last episode, <laughs> fatally wounded and dead. And here we see an incredibly fake niceness as she walks into a room full of collaborators <laughs> who are kept in a cell. Her voice, uh, her voice. Oh my God. Yeah. It's terrifying. Like, you know, you're in trouble, you know? It's so and, sweet uh, and so <laughs> scary at the same time. She's saying nice things, but in no way does it come across as, as nice. The, the tone of voice, I guess, is, is, um, is something else that comes up later on. <laughs> and um, But she says something about looking for information off the collaborators. She's specifically looking for Henry. Yeah. Um, and uh, just before she kind of gives up on the collaborators that are in there, she finds out that one of them has information and gives it up. And he, he gives up Dr. Edelstein, as you mentioned. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we know things don't end too well for him. Yeah, Chris. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, when they get information about him, they find that he's been with them, but they don't know where exactly he's been holding up uh, Henry yeah. and Sam. Yeah. Uh, so, so and this we... is on pain of death. Like they yeah. she threatens them um, that she's going to kill them all because they're not given the information. So as she's walking away, given the order to kill them, mm-hmm. this lad pipes up with the info. So yay, the day is saved. Because if he gives up some info, he's entitled to a, a fair trial, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, or just um, to keep breathing for another 24 hours, you know? So so handsome beardy man gives her a look. is like, he doesn't say anything. He's yeah. a fair trial. He doesn't say anything. And um, after they get that bit of information, they leave the room. Mm. They have a quick chat. And um, handsome beardy man, Perry, says, uh, okay, so what's the next step? She says, well, we're going to go door to door. We're going to find Henry and Sam. And he's like, hang on though. 
Like that yeah. is that is that really a priority here? Twice the resource. Yeah, yeah. That same kind of tone comes back from um, Bill and Frank and Joel. You know, it, if it's not set up specifically about your survival, if it's something else, if you deviate off that path to uh, right. comfort in some way, you are risking your life and possibly everyone else's. Yeah, indulge your ego, you know. She does not see that. She totally just wants to indulge that ego, and uh, she then quite calmly uh, looks at Perry without blinking and says, "He's not my seven priority, Perry. Is it? Is he yours?" Mm. Um, to which Perry goes no no okay we're all on board we'll, we'll do this now and um, then he goes do we really have to give them a trial and says no no burn the bodies it's, it's quicker that way yeah. and uh, she leaves the room and the soldiers go back in to take care of the collaborators we hear the screams uh, yeah, yeah you don't hear the shots we just hear the screams as the, as the prisoners realise what's going on this is it so that smoking pile of dead bodies we see in the previous episode possibly those guys who knows or, or some other collaborators I'm who right. knows yeah <laughs> Um, or just people they don't like because that's what that that regime eventually would become it's just you know let's just start killing people we don't like you know well well, you can see like left handed people you know let's let's get rid of them I'm like yeah I don't know why because left handed people are awesome but um, yeah it's uh, it's it's the way those things always go isn't it you know Mm -hmm. the, the freedom fighters fight the good fight and you know push the dictator out and then slowly but surely they get corrupted by their own power and um, yeah. it all goes to shit. Not even slowly in this case. It seems to happen no, pretty like, rapidly. Like a yeah. few days, yeah. But not even. It seems to happen almost straight away. Like mm-hmm. these guys were beaten and we find that all these horrible things that that Fedra did to people. I mean, immediately they were overthrown. They did ex- if exactly what we heard about, if not worse, back to them. You know, mm-hmm. like they created their own monster in a way. Yeah, big time. And then, um, so I think I think we leave um, that room after that. Then there's something else that happens there. Is that correct? No, we're pretty much we're out of mm-hmm. we're out of uh, Kathleen's view at that point. Yeah, um, and I think we're into the the room then with, with uh, Henry and Ed, Sam. Right? Yeah, Edelstein, Henry yeah. and Sam. Yeah, and they're just showing showing how they they made it to that particular um, bolt hold. Um, yeah. Um, they both talk about their guns and having no ammo in them, which I'd like to come yeah. back to later on at one point. Um, yeah. they're, they're using them for show, um, uh, but they ran out of stuff himself and the doctor. Uh, yeah. And they're both doing the same kind of thing with him. Like at one point, the doctor comes out from behind the box and scares me and everyone else probably watching. Yeah. And um, they're they're both holding a pistol at one another. And um, they realize who they are. Doctor has a, a an attic space Um that another Fedra guard told him about Fedra guard, wasn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. the guy he was working with. Yeah. And uh, he knows that guy's not coming back again or something. So they, he puts the kids in there. And... No, it's not that it's, it's, he's not going to blab because he's dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, every cloud and all that. <laughs> yeah. What a cloud. Um, so what have we got after that then? He tells um We're counting our, our supplies and we're trying to figure out um, just how much food they've got left um, to keep them going he counts um, about 10 days or something 10 days but specifically yeah. he tells Henry in the scene to make sure that Sam doesn't pick up that Henry is scared mm. you know so we're seeing that kind of love pop up again here like and there's a certain element of it to, that's necessary for life as opposed to survival and he has to comfort Sam in a way that Sam isn't just frightened um, and dealing with things that someone his age shouldn't be so everyday about, you know, yeah. all this death is happening around him. 
Yeah. Um, I start drawing on all the walls, as you kind of said, like they, they, it looks fairly bland now, but um, they start taking out crayons and things out of a bag, which is a huge deviation from Henry's character in the game mm. because he does not go along with anything could slow them down if it's not beneficial to their survival. Yeah. And at one point in the game, he he stops Sam from picking up a toy robot. Yeah. Uh, because it won't, won't help. And then Sam goes, uh, but my bag's nearly empty. You know, there's, there's loads of room for this. He goes, no, no, what's the rule? The rule is only to have things that benefit their lives. So he doesn't get to carry that. In this, he carries a huge bag of crayons for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's you got know? that. Yeah. He's got his little... Uh... What do you call those things? There's a little magic pen thing around his neck. Magic slate. I was magic looking that up because it's not called Let's Just Get It. I think it's yeah. ma- I think it's magic slate. Yeah. Um yeah. Cheap that was a great idea too. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, I like that. That was a that was a good conceit. Um, but then you know, looking at the food thing, that that would tie into um why they're on the move again, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh we had what we had it was ten days earlier, we have ten days worth of food, and then yeah, on, you know. Um, and in the previous episode, all, you know, there was the remnants of all that left around the place. We uh, also hear their plan to go through the tunnels. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that seems days. crazy, yeah. you know, when, it, when mm-hmm. they're pitching it. Every time he pitches that plan, it's like, you don't actually believe this. Like, it, it's it's like, this is an urban myth. There's there's no tunnels. There's no, you know, like, I mean, it, it just comes off as kind of wishful thinking, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when we've seen in previous episodes, in previous episodes, set up far too fast. Um, but Tess told us that yeah. the uh, infected love damp, dark places. Yeah, been underground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, that, that, no, don't do that. That's that's a terrible idea. And the, I think even a doctor says there's quicker ways to get yourself killed or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, but until the doctor comes up with a better plan in ten days, they run out of food. That's the plan they're going to do. Yeah, uh, and they're going to go into the tunnels. Um, so uh, yeah, they. I think we kind of leave that scene with the lads drawn on the wall, don't we? I think. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, well, um, is uh, yeah, is do we not paint um, Sam's face at that stage? No, I think no. that. Oh, maybe we do. No, no, that's 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 when they realize that Edelstein's not coming back. That's later um, yeah. Yeah, actually, and there's one thing I want to talk about in this because it's something you mentioned, I think, in episode... Was it episode two? Tess met her her end, was it? Yeah, that was the second episode. Uh, you mentioned color in it, and it's kind of yeah. been on my mind the whole way through, and I've been watching it. I meant to bring it up in, in episode three with uh, Frank and Bill. You mentioned, like, yellow or some kind of bright color being something to do with sickness or danger, mm-hmm. and, like, it has been there about danger sickness all the time. We yeah. saw it in, like, uh, Frank's shirt he had like a yellow shirt on mm. um we see it here in um in a sam's hoodie mm. um so you kind of if you're if you're if you're hitting that mark with with that kind of color theory and color identity in terms of trying to educate your audience that this is a bad idea or this is a bad place or this guy's in trouble yeah i mean the writing's on the wall from the get-go uh, if you play yeah. the game you know what's going to happen yeah, red means danger as well, you know. So, um, mm. yeah, there's uh, he's he's literally walking around with it on him, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm almost painting himself with it on, you know. It's yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's moving along. So yeah. uh, the guys eventually have to uh, hit the road. Mm-hmm. Um, shit's getting real. Adelson's yeah. gone. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta move it along. Um, because they know. The others are looking for them. 
doing yeah. their searches door to door, house to house. Um, and we get another insight into, I suppose, Kathleen's interior life. Um, where she, we find her, she's just propped up against a a, a wall in yeah. a nondescript. Well, in her old her room, old, find out, is that, yeah, her childhood bedroom, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you know, there's nearly God, there's nearly twenty seconds where she's silent in that room, looking at the various different, like looking at the various different fixtures, the wallpaper, the bedding, all the things that when, you know, if you've had that experience of moving out of home and then visiting, and your folks keep the room the same way it was yeah 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 like some some parents some parents erect mausoleums to their children even though the children are still alive you know and uh, <laughs> and there's the you know my, my folks certainly didn't when i was gone that was that was the end of that room um but uh yeah it's um you know she it is that thing where she's she's you can see in her that she's replaying all the memories she had as a kid and all yeah. those memories drive her thirst for vengeance oh oh yeah she's so driven by that i mean this is such an episode of dig two graves when you're on the course for vengeance you know big time man yeah yeah i mean there is nothing else really to her at this point than vengeance and you know we follow that up with a with a with a with a dialogue between her and and uh um handsome beardy guy um (laughs) that's right on that on that very topic but um Mm -hmm. But you can see she's drawing in nearly power, you know, from looking around this room, from the you know the 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 flaky wallpaper to yeah. the you know the little little bullshit light fittings, the little kind of pinky princess kind of whatever whatever's going on there with the light fittings and the I just I just thought that scene re- was really effective because it it showed how she was recharging her thirst for vengeance, like her yeah. recharging her evil when she'd go back into, into the, this place. She didn't need to be there. She didn't need to be there at all. I, 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 think, she, I think she does because she sees the 10 days of looking for Henry and Sam having failed for 10 days. No, but what I mean is, tactically, she didn't need to be Oh, yeah. No, no, I know. totally agree. But she, she doesn't uh, see that outside of her quest for vengeance. As you kind of say, she's so driven by it. That's... She had, yeah, she had absolutely no reason to be in that room. And it was, you know, Perry says, you know, we, you know he was talking, he, he spoke to her mom to find out where yeah. she was. And she's like, what are you doing talking to my mom? You know, it was nearly, <laughs> it's a light moment, you know. Mm. We didn't know where you were, you know. And she's in this room. Because she needs to soak up the hate, like she needs to feel brokenhearted, because she's not given herself a chance to heal. Anytime yeah. she feels like she's going to heal, you just know this woman has gone back into that room, looking at the past, looking at all the things that her brother was to her. You know, that's yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Because like no one knows where she is except her mom, and Perry asks her mom for that detail, so yeah. she knows she's going back there every so often just to. Just, yeah, to just recharge just to unpick, yeah. or pick at that scab and open that wound. Yeah. It's not allow it to heal. And I thought that was really clever. And there's just 20 seconds, not even, I'd say, on film, 20 seconds is, a, is, a, is an eternity. But like, there's just a few seconds of those shots of her looking around the room and you see yeah. her looking at, and it's really mundane shit. 
And then you realize, oh yeah, she is just feeding the beast. Like that's yeah. what she's doing, you know? Because she didn't right. go with her, her brother's last wishes either, you know? No, so yeah, talk, yeah. talk about that. That that was really interesting. Right? I, this, I thought this was fantastic because we got a really good insight to who this person is. And, and these... The guys behind this game, they always show us the other side of the coin. They're never just bad guys. They're never just no. an NPC. They're, they're someone who has their own story. And we hear hers. Yeah. And her story is her brother was this kind of Jesus-type character. He might not have got a whole lot of stuff done in terms of the resistance, but everyone loved him. Yeah. And when he got caught by Fedra and she went to visit him in prison, he told her, forgive whoever it was who got yeah. me here, just make sure you forgive them. And she will do anything but. And yeah. we kind of find that in this whole scenario, she's gone and done things since his death that he would not be proud of because yeah. she's done the opposite of what he's asked her to do. Yeah. Uh, and then we hear Perry say, yeah, and we all loved your brother. Mm. He was a great guy, but you're the one that got everything done. Mm. You're the one that changed everything. Mm. You know, he didn't do any of that. Mm. And we're seeing... Uh, an affection from Perry to uh, Kathleen. There's a clear effect. He, he's, he clearly likes her. Yeah, there's and, definitely yeah something there. Yeah, And we're also seeing that she's the kind of person, she's not the nice guy who everyone likes. Mm. She's the one who'll do whatever it takes to get yeah. it done. And there's a side of Joel in that almost, you know? Yeah, there is. There know? is, but there's something really dishonest about it. Which 100%. Is- she's using her brother's incarceration and execution. Mm-hmm as a smokescreen for power, you know, yeah. and she's using, she's telling herself these lies that, you know, so she has to go back to that house all the time to recharge her hate because if she ponders on her brother's life and her, and, and I don't think we even get the name of the brother. Do we? If she, if she, Michael, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. If she ponders it, you know, on, on her life with him and what he wanted, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to, she's going to find some kind of solace and some kind of healing. So, She's not doing that. She is looking at all the things that were taken away from her, you know? Yeah. And and that was probably initially started out with good intentions just to protect herself, her people, lash out at the, the people who were who were threatening her. But now it's in a whole other a whole other area. And she's consolidating her power, you know? Yeah. Um she doesn't need to keep doing this. At all, there's no like they've done. They've won. Fedra, mm-hmm. they've are gone. They've been executed. They've been hung, drawn, and quartered. They've had all kinds of medieval torture yeah. <laughs> taken out on them, and you know horrendous punishments. So there is there's absolutely no need to continue down this road. But she has to get the one who's oh, responsible, or she she thinks is responsible. It's yeah. not the guys in the cell who beat him but I'm sure she got them as well Hmm. but she also needs the guy who ratted the brother out yeah no she is she is taking care of absolutely every single person who had anything to do with the end of Michael yeah Yeah. and it's not like she doesn't have anything else to live for she still has a mum her mum is still alive in in 20 years of what is the the hardest time mankind's ever seen she she clearly has she clearly has Perry who likes her who I think she knows but I think and he's I mean, happier he to keep him in there. Really you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Not, she's just leading them on. I think she's, she knows with a look that 
And I think she does like him too, but because I think he's so useful, she's keeping him there. You know, that's he's he's the ace up her sleeve. You know, I think that I think with somebody like that, everybody, everything is just a weapon. And if, mm-hmm. if you can't, if it can't be used by you, then it's used against you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's right. You gotta you gotta keep keep your eyes open, and and eventually people like that just they get so paranoid that they they'll take out everyone around them if they can. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, then, then cute next Kathleen, and <laughs> she she really is. But I mean, like, no, 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 I, no, I can't no. I can't see Putin being the nice school teacher side either. You know, she really juggles both sides of that coin extremely well. Like, uh, yeah, well, a kind yeah, of more scary. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. I think we're back with the boys then, are we? Uh, Sam and and Henry, and I think back, they're backwards the lads. Yeah. They realize Edelstein's. They think he's dead. He's not coming. We know he's not dead yet because. Well, he's in Joel and um, Ellie haven't arrived yet. Yeah, um, he's in. He's incarcerated, I suppose, at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they haven't seen him, so they know it's it's time to move. If we don't move now, we're in trouble. We got to go. Um, and then um, there's a moment like where Sam asks Henry, "Is he dead?" Yeah, and like I was amazed that like Henry told him outright. Yeah, I think so. I think he's dead. He doesn't. He doesn't say he's okay. We, we just better go now. You know, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. yeah, he just and he does this a few times. He he just outright says, "Yeah, we're this is bad, and we're in the bad." You know, hmm. and he doesn't tell him we're going to get out of the bad. He just says, "Yeah, this is the truth of it." And uh, there's a little moment like where all Sam does is reach out for a hug. And yeah. God, I mean, it's so as a dad myself, I've seen my daughter do that when yeah. you know. She just needs to go for whatever reason. And uh, I just thought that was so natural. Um, uh, really well done. There's a, there's a lot to be said for all the kids that were acting in this show and they're nailing it. Um, and it's a tough ask and it's a big request of them. Yeah. Um, but, but in that then, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said it like, um, but yeah, he remembers, Henry remembers what Edelstein said then and he, he doesn't just try and comfort Sam. He, paints a bandana on him he tries to rally him a bit yeah and what I what I really liked about the rallying was early on he had said something that was kind of true about how bad things was and it scared Sam and you can kind of see it scared Henry a bit and we saw this previous with Joel and Ellie when they were going to sleep in in the forest where he told Ellie people were the problem and she asked before she went to sleep uh, you know, are we safe? And he said, yeah, of course we are. And then the next time you see, he didn't go to sleep at all. He said, he spent watch. the night up. Yeah. yeah watch. So he almost is scared of himself. So here you see Henry rally Sam and he kind of rallies himself by doing so as well. Like they're, they're psyched up to head out to do this thing. And they've been in this room for an age. Um, and Henry has been studiously watching the patrols. So he knows the routine and now he knows they can go to wherever they need to go on foot. Yeah. And, uh, get down to the door and then Sam asks Henry is it safe can you hear anything going on outside and just before Henry says no there's a massive crash yeah and then Henry gets up on a table looks out a window and we see it's Joel and it's Ellie who crashed into the laundromat when they arrived the previous in the previous episode yeah and the shootout ensues um um, yeah and Henry gets a big look yeah yeah so Henry is, he's kind of perched behind something 
on a door or something and uh, yeah he pulled the table over and he's looking at like that's a, it yeah a, a he's trying to look over the window yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, see what's going on um, so he gets to see the, the the full thing we get a few um, we get a different angle I suppose on that on that fight yeah Which, yeah actually you're right because everything we didn't see because it wasn't a shot from Ellie's point of view in the last yeah. episode yeah you're, yeah yeah good yeah. shout so we get a we get a bit a bit more of that um and it's like it's interesting because it's a to- not only is it a different angle but you have that different perspective that this is you know just another complication in Henry's life you know it's mm-hmm. he doesn't know Gerald and Ellie he doesn't know the epic story that they're embarked on he doesn't know he's not the main character of of this story you know yeah 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 um, and <laughs> this is just yet another fucking thing that gets in the way of him getting out of there you know but what he does know is that guy is shooting the We The People Army and that's yeah. enough for him. Yeah. yeah. He comes up with a new plan now. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, oh, this guy, this guy. So um, through, I suppose, whatever um, um, stealthiness he manages to follow yeah. Ellie and Joe to their um, their eventual hideout, which... I suppose it was it was serendipitous. I suppose where they were heading that way anyway. They yeah, to get a bird's eye view of the city. So that brings us to the end of the last episode. I suppose brings us up to speed where, yeah, the lads wake Joel and Ellie up with uh, with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> Ellie's Ellie's head. You know, uh, and the dialogue here is brilliant. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was so good. Was like, what are you meant to do? You know, <laughs> I just thought yeah. that was brilliant. Yeah. But he starts, he starts asking um, Joel um, all kinds of things about, uh, okay, so we're, we're going to trust each other and I'm going to put my gun down. And Joel says something like, in some weird tone that <laughs> immediately immediately brings Henry back up and he says, that's some tone you got there, man. And yeah, yeah. Ellie says, he's got an asshole voice. Yeah. Joel, tell him you have an asshole voice. And Joel, it says in the, the one tone going, everything is great. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, in no way settles or eases the yeah. this the occasion. The, 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 the I, I had to say, I I was quite empathetic for for Joel at that point because you know mm-hmm. I have been the guy at family functions or you know even even professional engagements where people go, hey, hey, all right. <laughs> well, I'm like, <laughs> it's just it's just my face. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. I'm having a great time. You know, but yeah, it's just my face. Um, and like you, you get to see a bit of, we see a bit of Joel in in Kathleen, and we see a bit of Joel in Henry here because just yeah. before they point the guns on him, we see Henry show Sam how to hold the gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'd imagine if he didn't, maybe Joel might have made a go for the gun. Yeah. Um, but they kind of have a standoffish late night bite to eat at that point. Is that right? Yeah, I, yeah, they're just they're just getting to know each other, I suppose, and getting to understand what the what they want from each other. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Joel doesn't want anything; he just wants to get away. Yeah, these people. Um, so for for Joel, all the way along, people are just annoyances and complications, yeah. and you know, they just get in the way of what he wants to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and obviously their important and necessary complications because they will bring him to a realization of, you know, maybe being an isolationist prick isn't, isn't the way to go. You know? <laughs> well, um, we've seen it isn't, we, we've literally seen Bill prove that you can't get a, get a, live like that. You have to yeah. have someone else. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm sure, I'm sure we'll come, we'll come around to that way of thinking by the, by the end of the show. But, um, mm-hmm. but for now, yeah, Joel just like, he's, he's got his person. He doesn't need any more people, you know? Yeah. And he's just thinking, you know, three, four steps down the line, you know, am I going to be carrying this kid, you know? Yeah. He does not want them part of their party. He, he literally says that to him when they're having a bite. He yeah. says something to the effect of, um, we had a bite to eat and we didn't shoot each other. Let's call that a win. And then, right. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, my well, friends. On to the next he wouldn't one. even do it. He just turned around and walk away on you again, you know? <laughs> Um, but Henry has that great line. I wrote it down. I thought it was. I thought it was. He, we keep saying this like uh, they're kids, but then every so often we see a, a, them do their kid bit. Yeah. They say or do something that looks very, very mature and something that a kid shouldn't know or be able or even be thinking of. And he yeah. says something like, "I'm." Henry says to Joel, "I'm the most wanted man in Kansas City." Yeah. Um. And right now, I think you're a close second. You know, and so immediately Joel can see, all right, we're, we're on the same side. Yeah. Um, I'll hear him out. Yeah. And uh, they, he then finds out that they're going to go up to the top floors. You said to get the viewpoint on the layout yeah. of the city. And, um, yeah. yeah. And then they kind of figure out like where they go from there. Uh, we hear their plan to go through the tunnels. We see um, Ellie and we see Sam hit it off. Like they're great yeah. friends. They're laughing. They're just, their lines from the game put straight into the show again. Yeah, I would say I would say the the, the relationship there seemed to be more kind of older sibling, younger sibling as opposed to friends. I think I think Ellie was cast in this. She immediately takes on this more kind of maternal almost uh, role with with mm-hmm. Sam, you know where she's all about his welfare and how great he is and trying to encourage him all the time. You don't see Ellie doing anything for Ellie in 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 those sequences. Yeah, that's true. Sam doing anything for her. It's just she just moves her focus onto Sam and his welfare. And that kind of underlines, I suppose, Ellie's whole personality, which is she cares. You know, she, yeah. she gives a fuck about people, you know, underneath it all, she's got a big heart, you know? Um, and, you know, she's casting this role of, you know, whatever eventual savior as well. She's doing yeah. everything for the right reason, you know? Um, she's like the anti-Kathleen, really. Anti-A-N-T-Y, yeah. not A-U-N-T-Y. You know, <laughs> no offense to your anti-Kathleen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, she, you know. So. No, you're right. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that either. That's that's a great point because I I just saw it from Sam's point of view. You know, where you see the younger kid beeline towards the older kid because they're cooler. You know, mm. I want to do what they do. But yeah, yeah exactly. A, a, in no way does she try to avoid the younger kid. She no, welcomes him in, like, them in. Yeah, like I've seen that happen, and it you mm-hmm. know before, you know, and it's so natural for an older kid to to do that you know yeah especially if there's no one else if there's no other kids around like it might be a different story if there's five other teenagers in the room you know so no one play with the little kid but you know that kind of just that nurturing instinct comes out and it's like yeah you can learn from me i've I've done these things you can learn from me you know and that's in all of us i suppose that you know um when when we're uh younger you know um we want to show off our experiences in that way um i just thought it was a really nice human kind of moment that you know for the rest of the episode really keeps on going um yeah yeah 
like her the way she relates to to um to Sam like she is so she's the kind of person who needs someone to care about you know and she cares about Joel yeah, she, she really is she's really been open, open about that and and now she's got this this little guy you know who she wants to who she wants to do things for and wants to show things to you know which is yeah. you know the the way humans care for each other but anyway no, like, I mean, I totally agree with all that. I mean, I mean we just yeah. see like exactly what you said there time and time again with them both when they find the comics that's in the game. Hmm. Um, very same comic, very same cover, the whole lot. Okay. It's all, I need to talk to you, right? As a comic okay. book professional, right? Yeah. Um, comics in TV shows. Right. Why are they always lettered so pearly? And no <laughs> the letterer who worked on these comics, but it's obviously a stage or it's obviously a production note. And I suppose it's for the viewer to be able to see the words when the comic book is in the hand of the individual, but nobody's reading them. It, it just looks to my mind. Like when I see it, I'm just like, Oh, that's the worst letter comic book I've ever seen. It was like in, um, uh, what's it called station, um, station 11, was it station 11, station, station 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, it's H11, yeah. Like the book in that, the lettering is just like huge. It's massive. <laughs> it's like, it's so you can read the words on the page, you know, and it's probably in, in that, it's probably much more um, demonstrative in that. Uh, um, like you, there are whole sections of the show where you, you, you're looking at the pages, but in this, there's just a few glimpses. But like, there's these mm-hmm. massive, did you see it? Like massive caption boxes. I did, yeah. Print yeah. full. That have you know center centrally justified text and and it's just like oh my god you know <laughs> I reckon it's it's always set up to to the different medium that it's in right so you have your rule of thirds on in game and on screen yeah so you might doctor things to be a little bigger or a little smaller I think I yeah. think in game I only found that cover in the game because it was a big yellow font. Yeah, I yeah. kind of found a yellow thing. So I went over and I found that the yellow thing was something like a pickup. Yeah. Um, so I think it may be big yellow was probably the reason to have it on that. But then like to go through pages and see the interior stuff, it's probably just to get something to land on a yeah. certain turd in a certain way the whole yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay in the game. I, like Because you know, <laughs> it, it, it suits the screen or whatever. Well, when, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah. I mean, I, like, I'm loving this show. I can't take anything away from it. And this is a huge start. Well, it's a tiny knit to me. <laughs> but it, it just gets me every time I see comic books portrayed in, in, in TV shows or whatever. It's it's usually it's usually not there. You know? <laughs> I tell you what, I just prefer when they use real comic books. Just use real comic books. Just there's millions of them. Use them. I know. And and, and they did use DC. Use you Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, but I I think just because this is the very same comic, the very yeah. same cover that was in the game, I think they yeah. just kind of reused that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, that's why I was surprised when they reused Mortal Kombat instead of I can't remember the other game now. But the other game that was in the game that they usually have. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. Uh, which the one is that Riley tells her about the one she describes as Mortal Kombat as well. Oh yeah, yeah. and you pull this guy's, you know, I think he pulls guts out or something. Uh, yeah, then you barf him up, barf up the bones yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's, yeah. that's a finishing move in Mortal Kombat, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, I watched the Mortal Kombat movie at the weekend because I was. Well. I've got to watch a bad. I haven't watched a bad movie in ages. You know, 
and I've been watching a lot of worthy stuff and like even this and it's like it's all good but it's getting me down man you know <laughs> yeah wanted, this would get you down I just wanted some popcorn you know I mean it fit the bill was it, was it good popcorn I made a terrible mistake Ben it was oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's batshit crazy it's literally insane but um but watch it i would okay you know, yeah watch it yeah it's uh it's it is it better than the original movie uh, i don't know the original movie was terrible as well but um yeah i mean it's it, it's a film that you can watch is is <laughs> well, what an endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. dave hendrick uh yeah, uh, three out of five stars wouldn't change a thing. This is a film you can watch. Yeah, I don't know if I go with three. three. <laughs> but um, yeah. So maybe, maybe I'm just yeah, maybe I've just grown out of that stuff. But yeah, hopefully not. You know, I'll anyway, give it a go. I'll report back. Moving on, moving on. So we we are establishing our plan. We're up on the roof. We are checking out Kansas City. Um, in the year, I suppose it is, it is the year twenty twenty three. Is it in in this at this stage? Yeah, what, I think it is, isn't it? It is modern time, or is it ten years ahead? Or is it ten years after? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it might be ten years ahead. We're recording this the day after the Kansas City Chiefs won the uh, won the Super Bowl. And, is it uh, true? Yeah. There we are in Kansas City. So you know, I don't know what that says. I don't really care um, <laughs> about American <laughs> football, but uh, you know, go sports. Maybe you see a bit of um, other football in this episode as well. It's all there. Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we're trying to trying to establish a route out of the city from the top. And, yeah, he draws out a map, and we see they're going to go under the tunnels, which is something that they do in the game. Mm. Um, and then when they get to these tunnels, mm. which they get to pretty quickly, and um, Joseph, we need to get out of sight. They yeah. get to a door, they go down. And as they go down the tunnel, there's your yellow um, balancer again on the handrail going down. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're going into a bad place. And the lighting. Um, and the, uh, specifically Henry's light. Yeah. The others have a white light. Henry has a yellow one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I go, I, I, I've, really, I've really zoned in on what you pointed out. I, I can't not now. And, <laughs> I, you know, like to the point like where I, I'm partially colorblind. So I yeah. am making sure, is that yellow? I make sure that's yellow before I say anything. I can ring you when you're watching. I go, that, that bit's yellow. Yeah. I might do that. Or I'll ring you and go, can you skip to like minute 22, uh, second 15 there and tell me if that's a yellow, uh, whatever the fuck. Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're down the subway. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they get down and Henry's like, I told you this was a great idea. I don't hear any clickers. I don't see any of them. It looks yeah. like the Fedra have really gotten rid of them. And we have found out that Fedra have put all of the infected down there 15 years ago. And about yeah. three years ago, it looks like they've killed them all off. Yeah. Right? That's the story even told. But obviously, no one believes that. Okay. No. Um, but as they're walking down through this part of the tunnel, it seems pretty legit so far. Yeah. Um, they find a survivalist um, area down there that uh, we see. It's almost the very same in the game as well. They find comic books in the game. They find comic books here. They play like a game preschool. Football, football here. Yeah. But unlike the game, Henry wouldn't let them play football. Mm. Uh, wouldn't let them take a moment. Wouldn't let them do this. Whereas here in the show, Henry appeals to Joel. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let them play. We'll come out at night. Yeah. You know, he he gives him that time. He keeps giving him these moments. And we we get a really interesting moment at the table while the kids are playing. We see Joel and Henry have a little dad to dad chat. Yeah. And uh, 
Joel says, oh, because there's there, there was the rat thing. He, find, he finds out that uh, Henry is collaborating upstairs. Yeah. And he almost turns away straight away. I don't want, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. But when he sits down at the table, he's looking at Sam and we see Joel open up. We see Ellie kind of having that effect on him. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, look, I was wrong to judge you earlier. Um, if you were collaborating for him, I, I understand, you know. And then Henry goes, you know what? I lied a little bit. And he reveals that he wasn't just a collaborator. He kind of gave up this individual who was the leader of the resistance, who uh, he would have done anything for. He loved him. But he needed medication for his brother, Sam, who yeah. had leukemia. Another reason maybe why he's wearing that yellow hoodie. You know, he was sick like Frank. Who knows? Yeah. Um, or what's to come. And then... Um, we find out that he gave up Kathleen's brother to Fedra. And yeah. now we know why she has a gun on him specifically. Yeah. Um, and she won't let that go. And Joel takes that on. And, you know, him okay, and Sam. Not just him and Sam, yeah. Him and Sam, yeah. Yeah. But we know now Henry mm. is a liar. Yeah. And then we think, of course he is. He's a collaborator. He's yeah. had to do this to survive and he's doing it all for Sam. Sam is his purpose. Yeah. Right. We know what happens when purposes go. Yeah. You know, so we, we know what's online for Henry here and he will do anything. He will literally move the world for this guy as, as we hear Kathleen say it later on. But we, um, we, we see a whole lot of stuff in this room that relate to the game. There's, there's mentions of a character that we see a little bit of a backstory in the game that are on the wall, same drawings, same everything. Yeah. Um, and they get out. I believe there's nothing else happens there. They leave and they're walking down the suburbs like they do in the game again. And everything's great. No one's had anything. And Henry them. is like, see, told you this is yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you see a little bit of kid in him, you know, yeah. where he's like, I, I can be just as good. I'm just as useful here. I knew this, yeah. you know, I might not be violent. I told you I wasn't violent. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm clever. I know this and I know this town. I knew this would work. And he was right. Yeah. And Joel's telling him to shut up, you know, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's taking lead. He's walking down the street. And then just like in the game, sniper shot. Crack. Yeah. Yeah. They, they jump down. They, they take cover. Uh, in the game, I think uh, Sam and Henry run off a little bit. Yeah. Um, and Joel tells Ellie to stay put. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flank the sniper. And uh, have you, you played this bit in the game, right? This bit yeah, is really yeah. tough in the game. Yeah, I died really about hard. a bajillion times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took about about four months for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Joel is like watching the sniper take shots, and he goes, "This guy's shit." I'm gonna yeah. sneak around. He does it like it's no problem. And I was like, "Oh man, am I just really bad at the game?" Was that? I thought the sniper was really good in the game. When we got there, I was like, "Is this episode four hours long?" Like, is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times are we all gonna die here? Um. But uh, a great nod to the game because they do the same yeah. thing. It's almost on the same kind of layout. Yeah. Uh, feels very close to it, even though it's a little different. Yeah. Um, but Joel sneaks down the road. We're, we're in night, not like we are in daytime in the game. Yeah. Less um, fences. Less fences. There's less guys. There's only there's only the sniper. Only there's just sniper, one lone yeah. sniper. Yeah. And um, yeah, Joel gets to him. He <laughs> sees a bridge to kind of a throwback to the game there as well. Yeah. Um, nothing to do with that yet. Maybe I'm not going to walk across the next episode. Who knows? But he sees a bridge as he goes into the back door of the house. He gets up quietly. 
And you're, we're all we're all with Joel on this bit. We're all wondering. Oh, I haven't heard a gunshot in a while. The camera guy right knows in the house right? because it's right? just it's right on Joel's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And when he is peeking in that room with his gun, you know, yeah. right there beside him, you can hear you can hear him breathing. You know, yeah. No guy knew what was coming, but mm-hmm. with because the game, but like with with every reveal in this or every opportunity for a revelation in 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 this show, it can be anything from you know the very pedestrian to the absolutely horrific. So mm-hmm. they played they played the audience here, I think, really well. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of on your shoulder POV is very horror movie. Very, very Chernobyl, right? Yeah, very Chernobyl. And you've yeah. got you've got Joel about to walk in, and the look of anticipation on his face. You know mm-hmm. what's he got to deal with, and he's just that doors open a crack, and he's got the gun up up in front of his face, ready to go. You know, and yeah. you don't know what you're going to see in this room. You know, but then we yeah, see we, we see a guy, we see an old man. Oh. Um, it's uh, not trying to snipe these people at night. Who's probably not great with the gun, anyways. Joel seems yeah. to be right on the money, and um, Joel sees this guy look at him, mm. and he goes, "All you have to do is wait an hour." Yeah, just please, give him. A, please give don't him a do chance. this. Please, yeah. yeah. Joel didn't want to kill him. Yeah. Okay. Would have been the easiest thing to do. Would have ensured their case. We like see shot Joel. Him in the back of the head there and then. Yeah. yeah. Joel literally asked him. Don't do it, because I'll kill you. Yeah. Um, the guy does it. You, you kind of know he's going to try and um, he's going to go out that way. Um, and it's kind of weird, because I, I always kind of thought that, like in the game, when you sneak up on the sniper, why didn't he run down through the house? Because the AI in the game is usually fucking really good. Yeah. Why didn't this one guy do it? Um, but here we find out that he's just trying to keep them there until Kathleen and her army can show up. We hear it on a radio as soon as he's taking the guy out. And then, yeah. then Joel goes... Oh shit! And he's at the window, and he's screaming out to Ellie and Henry and Sam, and he's screaming "Run!" But they can't hear him because yeah. there's a big truck coming their way. Right. One of those trucks we heard about in the last episode that plow all those other trucks out of the way. Yeah, and it's gunning for them. Yeah, and it's taking the cars out from the road as as it's coming for them. And I thought that that was done exceptionally well. Yeah, intense. Yeah, yeah it was. Like it's really close to them. The way they shot it, you know, Ellie, Henry, and Sam are never more than like six inches away from oh, the yeah. of that truck. Like it was just like, oh my god, you know, the trucks <laughs> were doing so well. Like hats off to the editor, you know. Yeah, like the action here is just insane. I just and thought, the acting again and kids oh, again really hitting that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ed, Jesus, Ellie acts her socks off here. Like, you know, she's just just a star every episode. Like, but this one, oh my God, you know? And um, yeah, so they so this this huge hulking beast of a truck is coming for them. Yeah. Um, nearly gets them. And yeah. Joel is trying to take shots from the window, trying to hit the driver. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, he unlocks the sniper achievement on PlayStation, or trophy on PlayStation, and he cracks that driver. But he's even got, just before, he's even got, uh, uh, oh, a gun jam! Guns. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bolts on the on the on the rifle, and you're just like, oh no, yeah. you know. And you're watching Ellie just like trying firing the gun, just sort of keep going. Like, oh, just come on, Joel, come on. She's she's out now. She's out. Yeah, real pan, really good, intense stuff. And yeah. uh, 
kind of like what you're saying again with the kind of horror film shooting it's all kind of low personal move, uh, moving camera stuff uh, mm. again kind of feels like Chernobyl and I remember this one shot in Chernobyl where they had a cloud drifting mm. for like a second and it was the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen oh my god know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? okay. so they really, they really when they have material to really make you scared oh, got they the right, fucking nail it here yeah got the right guy on this anyway and Craig Mason definitely like you know. oh sure did um, but yeah so so our our um, our pot shots at the uh, at the driver eventually pay off, and yeah. Joel takes takes him out and sends the uh, the truck careening into another another house. Where but unfortunately, they all get pinned down. They all get pinned down, but the the truck um, manages to uh, to blow up. Oh yeah, it sure does, and we'll we'll come back to that because that's going to lead on to something else now in a second. Um, but we see, yeah, the truck is blown up. Truck is on fire. Cool Hollywood yeah, stuff, right? Big, yeah. big explosion, yeah. Yep. And um, the kids are now hiding behind a car. Yeah, Joel is stuck up in the window. We saw handsome beardy man um, show up with his team, and he's we can hear him uh, in the room that Joel's in the, uh, through the window, saying exactly what Joel did to get into the room. They're going to go around the back to yep. to whatever. So Joel knows he's fucked. This Joel's got the radio there as well, so yeah. he can hear that. Yeah, and um. Uh, Kathleen is walking down the street shouting for Henry to kind of come out yeah and Henry turns around to Ellie and says okay um, I'm going to go out you, you need to look after him yeah uh, and uh, Ellie's like what, what the fuck and they all panic but in fairness to Henry with all these guys standing out there like he stands up he yeah. does it so Ellie and Sam can get away and then Kathleen says like one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard the kids. oh my god <laughs> like holy shit I mean like we were talking about like how they don't pull the apprentice when it comes to kids yeah, yeah. in the show yeah. I mean we heard the kind of general mindset about it here like yeah. where he asks Kathleen just let Ellie and Sam go you got yeah. me yeah. and she's like no they gotta go too yeah. Kids die. It happens. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or like, can, do you have the exact line? I didn't write it down, but. Uh, no, but, but it's pretty much that. And I mean, this. Oh, yeah. Where... Fuck them kids. You know? Fuck Jesus them. Christ, Kathleen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this is where the audience loses all respect, any respect they might, might have had for Kathleen. I mean, Kathleen mm-hmm. was presented as, in, in, in one way, you know, a mother to her people, a great organizer, as Perry said to her, you know, Michael got nothing done. You you got it all done. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, she had some redeeming qualities in the sense that you know she was looking out for those closest to her, that yeah. you know, or her her tribe as such. You know. But when her ultimate motivations are revealed, and it's just baseline hatred, like it's just yeah. it's pure vengeance. And and, and part of part of that moment is her giving her own eulogy in, in that vengeance. Yeah. You know? Where she talks about, you know, them kids, whatever the fuck she says. I can't remember the exact line, but I remember like, holy shit, kids die all the time. Jesus Christ. Uh, maybe he and, wasn't meant to live, you know, about Sam. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the the way and we had to had to bargain with the devil to get the um get the pills. So yeah. um yeah, it just horrendous. What a horrible yeah. person. <laughs> like we knew she was but it's the worst. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like she's she's just gonna kill these two kids yeah. in front of everyone because yeah. they're three kids, yeah. and um, like she, uh, she what did she say? This happens when you kind of she says when you when you mess with when you fuck with faith. She says, yeah. Yeah. and we're kind of and here's here's what we're seeing. She's also doing that. 
Yeah. All right. And she's declaring you die when you do that. She's doing the same thing. So she's kind of letting us know, oh, her time is coming up now as well. And, well, yeah. I mean, know. even even the stuff about her, you know, going against her brother's wishes and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, you know. So she's found herself in a place where she sh- she should never have been. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, you know, as did Henry, as, as does everyone on the planet, like in, in this thing. Um, but, you know, she has gone against... Fedra. Yeah. But I suppose the order of things as well. Yeah, yeah. Michael was like, stay the fuck away from that, you know forgive people get on with your life you know and she's she's point blank refused to you know um and has made some really bad choices you know and they're about to come back at her now and uh just as she's giving her thousands yeah yeah yeah, doesn't she's saying all this that truck that exploded yeah and that hole that um think that she decided it didn't need it wasn't her her priority Henry was her priority yeah. comes back to haunt her and we yeah. see that truck exploded fall into a sinkhole yeah and now we very know quickly. From, very quickly so we like those things have been underground for quite for 15 years so yeah. I imagine there's all kind of tunnels under it there so the <laughs> ground wasn't great yeah truck falls in and within seconds they're overrun yeah all these all these clickers, um, stalkers, fast, fast. Yeah, really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. They are bounding on all four limbs, some of them. And yeah, it's, uh, it's not a good scene, you know, no, it, it distracts Kathleen and the team from Henry. And, and yellow again, a big explosion. There's this yellow light over this whole scene. Yeah, you know, this is a bad place. Yeah. Um, so the kids see an opportunity to run away. Yeah. Um, because handsome beardy man has to shoot all the the, the clickers and things. He's got his hands uh, full. Yeah. And then a bloater appears. And yeah. uh, what a nice reveal that was. Ooh, he's fucking yeah. big. That bloater. You hear him before we see him. The sound yeah. design there was amazing. You know, it's just this rumble. You know, that gets people kind of doing that thing where they're side eyeing each other, going, "What the fuck is this?" Holy you know? shit! Yeah. Oh, what, what are we in for next? You can feel the air go cold, even though there's everything's on fire you know there's a moment there where you know the old the old cold sweat trickles down the back uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, you get the impression yeah. handsome beardy bit of pee man, down the leg as well yeah yeah you get the impression handsome beardy man has been up against one of these things before or has seen one of these things before and knows what that sound means and then As he turns around to Kathleen and says run yeah. he does the thing that we keep seeing gets people killed yeah. He he's telling he's acting out of love. He's not acting under survival. He's not immediately trying to deal with this thing. He's turning to Kathleen and telling her to run. Just yeah. run. Yeah. And then he goes to work trying to shoot this thing. And I love this. I love this moment because it's again right out of the game. Yeah. He gets too close to the bloater. And what happens yeah. when you get too close to the bloater? Oh, amazing. It touches you. <laughs> and it touches you hard and it puts his fingers in your mouth and it rips your head off. Oh, it was and, unreal. It was just Yeah. Yeah, and more sound production, like um, like a uh, props here. I mean, like fair play that that scream he lets out just as it, and then as it suddenly stops is fucking horrifying. <laughs> like uh, yeah, um, but wow, and and in in adverse to all the other clickers and things that are running around, this thing's moving very slowly. Yeah, crawling out, literally crawling out. It's walking up slowly. It's it's hitting things. It's just trashing around it's and completely bulletproof. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Just uh, these guys small. don't have any Molotovs or shotguns on them. I don't no. think so, you know. And yeah. it appears it appears to have a level of consciousness as well that the others yeah. don't, you know, because it's it's commanding them almost. Uh, yeah, 
you know, sending them in different directions and stuff like that. So, so it's, it's almost like a general of, of, of a, of a clicker army or, or yeah. Um, so I thought, I thought that was really cool. Um, and it seemed, it seemed like more so than in the game. Yeah. Seemed to have a bit more of a, of a conscious mission, you know, in, than, than it. Oh, big game. time. It's just like, big time. You know, that, 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 blow up, you know, yeah, yeah. We see that network of mushrooms at work there, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so chaos ensues and, uh, Poor old Eddie is, uh, she's kind of, <laughs> this is great from, from Henry and Sam, um, just by the volume of these yokes coming, coming after everybody. Um, our boy Joel is still up in the, in the tower shooting like, uh, Harvey Oswald. Um, yeah. <laughs> any, any fucking clicker yeah. he can, he can see. And he's trying to clear a path for Ellie. Really? A great nod to the game where he picks up the rifle in the game as well and starts picking him off. And yet again, like it made me feel like crap because he was way better a shot than I was. Oh god! Like every every single one. I don't think he had a spent cartridge that wasn't that didn't have a have a clicker's name on it. Like you know, yeah. yeah I mean, he he like he can shoot. My God. Um. So yeah. So like like I thought that was amazing because it was a real like the way it was shot. It was a real case of he was doing what he needed to do to mm-hmm. to allow Ellie to live. And there was no time to kind of make Ellie aware that he yeah. was going to shoot this path clear for her. He was just doing it. And yeah. she was just reacting the way anyone would react when people are getting shot in the head in front of you, you know, and she yeah. was like turning around this way, that way, that way. But then you could see that that was part of the plan from Joel. Joel's like he instinctively, I wouldn't say he's a, incredibly clever character but it's a his instinct is good you know and and he had he had the right instinct in that moment because you know he was he was definitely saving ellie from being oh, several times apart by by these yokes you know um meanwhile he gets into a car oh man yeah yeah and we see the fucking funkiest fucking clicker i think i've ever seen i, I don't think i've seen clicker kids in the game right that yeah, is a like new thing was, right must have been about 12 years 12 years old or something you know mm. it was like yeah it was like a local gymnastics champ or something oh my god yeah well, and that just made it creepier yeah cartwheeling <laughs> like slowly <laughs> yeah. cartwheeling around the place using hands for feet and feet for hands and it was just yeah it was, it was insane you know but uh that's my new nightmare for the rest of my life one of those little things just wheeling around my gaff yeah. oh yeah, I mean, like phenomenal makeup job again, and just you know, just yeah. amazing looking, you know. And then she's in this F one fifty with one of those things. She's she's locked herself into a car to be safe, and then this thing is followed in after. Comes into the window because he can squeeze ah, in because it's a small gymnastic thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found out that just as I was looking a couple of things before it came on, like yeah. they actually brought on the character designer from the game. I think most top come yeah. up with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it looks like everything else, so it makes sense to do. But it's great that they didn't have their own. They went to the previous art department, Naughty Dog, to, it's to just make sure. Thing, man. I mean, we said it before, but it's like mm-hmm. you know, we talk about comic book adaptations all the time, you know. And it's like, you know, why didn't they just do this? They had, you know, this storyline or that storyline, this character, you know. And I mean, they are pretty close these days, you know. Yeah, but, but they're still not not there. And with the last of us, they've done that. They've gone back to Druckmann and the people who made it and have said, well, you guys are the experts, you know, why yeah. we bring our own people in? Like the, the people they've brought in have been producers and writers for the format that they're moving this into. But yeah. other than that, it's all them, you know? I, I'd have loved to have been in the room, like a fly in the wall when 
uh, they came up with the idea of making Sam deaf. I'd love to hear what Druckmann had to say about that. Yeah. You know, like, uh, was he quick turnaround? Was it one of those moments where he went, oh, I should have thought of that? Or was it one of those things of like, yeah. mm, give me a week to come around to the idea, you know, because like The Last of Us is established and they're great characters. Like they're big fan favorite characters. And uh, I, I wonder, I, I just kind of wonder what kind of um, co-production those two guys really have, you know, because yeah. it seems like it's really working well between the seems two. Seems like guys. they're tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which is good, yeah. Um, so anyway, so we're in the in the cab of this um Ford, and uh, it's not going well, you know. Um, Joel's missing. Yeah, Joel is actually missing for the first time in a while. Yeah. I think. Yeah, there's a bit of a gap between shots, and uh, yeah, we don't know we don't know where this is going to go. And we know Ellie's out of bullets. Um, yeah. But she manages to kind of crawl out a door and lock it behind her so the clicker can't catch her. Yeah. And then we spot. Henry uh, and Henry is is not looking after his everything he changed the world for Sam mm. um, do so well that they're both under a car kicking clickers yeah. away yeah 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 the clickers are are are, are crawling under the car after them and, and you can see Joel in the window have a moment like just come to me Ellie don't go to them just come to me yeah yeah. To them. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he just gets to work on trying to help her get to the two boys and yeah. um, then we see cool dark Ellie again you know yeah. with, with her little switch knife taking care of the clickers um, man she moves fast there doesn't she she just yeah. she just nails those two like straight in the back of the head um which is like you know you forget she's so she's such a nice character and she you know mm. she's portrayed so nicely and yeah. she takes out this knife and absolutely you know obliterates mm. these two you know in, in two moves yeah. I think it was like two moves it was just like bang bang yeah. like that was it you know um so yeah fair play to her and uh, and we're off um we're, we're off we're, yeah, we're running away and, then yeah. yeah legging it down the embankment away from everything. And uh, and oh, just before though, um, uh, as we're heading out towards freedom, I think mm-hmm. Kathleen, Kathleen gets her. Oh, she does. Down. Literally, as they're running away, you're right on the money. Just right yeah. here, and um, as they're running out, Kathleen shows up and puts them on on gunpoint. And yeah. I mean, this is where like you were saying she's like she's driven by vengeance. She's so driven by vengeance. She's willing to yeah. let everyone else behind her die. Yeah. The town that she's, she's saved, God knows what's going to happen to them after this. Yeah. Um, she doesn't care. She just wants Henry. Oh, that horde, yeah, that horde is on the way into town after this. Like, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, you can um, see if, 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 if the horde hasn't come up somewhere else already. Directing you know? them that way, you know, back away from them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, so then, so then she's, yeah, she's got the, she's got the guys held at gunpoint and then we hear the clicking yeah and then vengeance and comes the clicking yeah this is it like and like the kids that she says hey you know what kids die all the time well the kid says or the clicker says well adults die all the time too yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. jumps Kathleen she yeah. dies and that's the end of her yeah. um, and the kids get to run away yeah. And uh, I thought that was brilliant. Her setting up the kids dying all the time to her actually then dying by a kid clicker. I thought, yeah, that's yeah. that's how it should be. You know, yeah. that's that's yeah. karma. Bit of cosmic cosmic justice there. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's some street justice. Jesus, it was rough. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then as you said, you see the bloater kind of like mm. wave its arm and beckon the army to go back up into town, uh, yeah. back for the other guys. And yeah. Jesus, yeah, it's a bad day for those guys. Yeah, that's the end of that. Um, good luck, Kansas. Um, and we are hitting the motel on on the way out of town. 
Um, yeah. And the guys are just holed up, chilling, trying to recover. There's a nice conversation between um, Joel and Henry there where um, they're talking about kind of the, I suppose the effects of the trauma on the kids. Yeah. And Joel's like, you know, he just say, no, nah, they're, they're okay. Like, I mean, they, they seem to deal with it better when they're younger, you know? Yeah. Which seems to imply that he's not dealing with it at all. You know, <laughs> the trauma of everything going on for him is just too much, you know? And then, I, I think you're so right there because yeah. I, I, I wanted this. I wanted to bring that moment up exactly because remember in the game shortly after this. Actually, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss it. I'll bring it up in a minute. We'll keep. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. I yeah, know you, where you're going. You brought up something I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, there is that. There was that point as well during the convo where there's a. I think was it in the daycare where Henry assumes. Joel is Ellie's dad. Oh, that's oh yeah. We should have said that. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a moment where he says like, uh, "Yeah, your dad's really pessimistic, isn't he?" Yeah. And they both say at the same time. He's like, "I'm he's not, not my dad. dad," and she's yeah. like, "He's not my dad." And it's yeah. at the same time. It's just like that, you know. And they say, "I'm sure they say that for different reasons, or they're they're mm-hmm. so enthusiastic and say that for for different reasons." But that's kind of picked up here again. Yeah, where they're they're chatting and and um, Henry recognizes that Joel is a parent yeah. or has been a parent. He says, you might not be her dad, but you were definitely someone else's. Yeah. And that's yeah. a knife in the heart, isn't it? That's just like, you can see that wound in Joel and, you know, around a, a conversation about trauma and everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, oh, you know, all he's doing, you know, the only face he's seeing there is Sarah's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we see him look at his watch a number of times in this episode, yeah. you know, when we, we see, um, when we see Ellie and Sam having a laugh and a kind of a moment, uh, he looks at his watch and it's like, we know the watch doesn't work. So we know what he's doing for it. You know, and yeah. we know that is striking a chord with him. Yeah. Uh, how, how like um, this moment with Ellie feels like when he had Sarah. Yeah. And uh, it's, and we see a big change again. You know, we can see this effect on Ellie, on Joel and this opening of his heart where earlier on in the episode he was telling uh, Henry and Sam alright we're going to go our separate ways now see ya to yeah. hey I don't know how I'm getting to where I need to go I'm going to probably have to walk there but yeah. do you want to come with us yeah and Henry thinks it's a great idea yeah because yeah. Like, I think I think Henry is looking for that father character he's he's taking a lot on on his own I think he just wants someone to help out with it yeah so well like he's like, I mean he's got he's got Kansas in the, in, in the rear view whatever he did mm-hmm. there he's wrong there that's gone now that's over that's no one can ever accuse him of anything ever again so mm-hmm. it's a clean slate he says it himself you know yeah. you know tomorrow's a new day you know um, new start yeah 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 new start new day um so they're they're going to tell sam in the morning um but they want the kids to get some sleep before they before they get going and then we get into the kids yeah and this it's moment cool. you know it's all good kids are oh yeah to go to bed, get some sleep. Yeah, I think Henry actually comes in to tell him to go to sleep. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love that actually when he tells him when when he does come in and tells Sam to go to sleep. Instead of Sam crawling it up into the bed and lying on the pillow and getting under the covers, he just gets into a fetal position where he is. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is a kid who's never really known what it is to go to bed. No, remember Ellie he does the same thing as well. Is. Remember? Yeah, yeah, he knows yeah. what sleep is, but he doesn't know what getting into a bed is no yeah well it's not the kind of life they can have they can't yeah. be undercovers they can't take off their shoes they have to have yeah. their backs close yeah, ready to go. yeah 
horrible, you know. Just that little touch, I thought was brilliant. You know. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And um, that, that, it's like like when you talk to your dog, get into bed, you know, and the dog just kind of lies down on the bed or whatever, you know, and just yeah, that's it. Like I tell my daughter to go to bed, she starts doing laps of the house, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just to go into see him just react uh, like that was. Yeah. It was kind of it was kind of important. This is a kid who has seen too much. This is a yeah. kid who, when this is a kid who, when he knows someone who's helped him is dead, all he needs is a hug. Yeah, you know, it's not this big, massive, devastating thing. He just needs a hug from his He's brother. So used to death. Yeah, around. Yeah, yeah right, that a- that destroyed me. Yeah. Um, and then and this 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 got heavy very quickly. They're, they're having a great heavy. time, and yeah. and I think. I think this is why they probably went with him being deaf because in the game, this is this scene is a lot quieter in the show. And I think because it's a conversation that's almost one way other than the magic slate, yeah. what's written down on that slate has a huge impact as opposed to maybe some some dialogue that you you might skim over or just pick up the, the gist on. Yeah, and I think as, a, as, a, as an audience member, if you have to read something, it mm-hmm. stays with you. You know, so... Yeah. So that I thought that was really cool too, you know. So they have this conversation about being scared. Yeah, he asks Ellie, "Are you scared of anything?" And yeah. she tries to joke <laughs> about scorpions brave. and things. Yeah, yeah. 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 And because you you can see that kind of younger kid idolizing her. You know, I want to be like yeah. you. You know, anyway, he wants to find out how she does it. And yeah. um, she kind of talks about stuff, and he, she sees the scorpion joke not really land, and then she mm. goes, "You know, I'm afraid of being alone." Mm. I think that's why she's so welcoming to people. You know, she yeah, doesn't before that, she does say that I'm scared all the time. Scared all the time. Oh, yeah. you know, and it's it's yeah. the, it's the Bruce Wayne or Bruce Bruce Banner. You know, that's my secret, Captain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that that's the thing. It's like you know, she, just because she doesn't you know shake in her boots all the time doesn't mean she's not scared all the time. You know. Yeah. I think that's a real eye opener for Sam. You know, because he's yeah. like. Oh, okay. We've got common ground, then. You know, we, you know, I'm, you know, he's nearly feeling bad about the fact that he's scared. You know. Yeah. And uh, he is feeling bad. Like he he starts asking her big questions, and one of those kind of questions when big when kids ask you going to bed, like Jesus Christ, I wasn't ready for that kind of stuff. He asks, "Do you think when you're bitten by one of those things that you're still inside it? Uh, that that people are still inside it? Are, are you still?" that person walking around in that kind of monster, you know? Yeah. And uh, what a question. Like, yeah. To come from an eight-year-old or something. I mean, he's really thinking about it and we don't know why he's thinking about it yet. Yeah. And yeah. Ellie, Ellie kind of sideways uh, the answer. And in the game, he does not show anyone this. Yeah. But here in the show, he shows Ellie, who he's idolizing at the moment, yeah. that he's been bitten on the leg. Yeah. And we know from episode one, when you've been bitten on the leg, you have like eight hours or something. You, yeah. you, you can have more time than you do any other place really in the yeah. body. And uh, Ellie immediately looks at the door and she shows him her bite. Yeah, the scar. Breaks another rule from Joel, right? Oh, and there was another, uh, there was a lovely moment like where when Joel tells her to take out her gum when they go in the tunnel, she takes it out of her pocket and Joel throws her looks like, I fucking told you to put that yeah. in your bag. <laughs> so much, yeah. Like when I paused it to write down that note, like uh, I paused it as Ellie was just fucking smiling to herself. Yeah. I thought, ah, that, that's, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, but here we see her break the biggest rule where she reveals to someone other than Joel, mm. he is the cure, right? Now we haven't seen her agree or admit or really feel like that. 
Yeah. But for Sam, she seems to want to be the cure right now. Well, there's two, there's a couple of things going on there, isn't there? So she she mm-hmm. absolutely wants him to be cured and yeah. be able to cure him. Mm-hmm. But she also wants to give him some hope as well. Yeah. And herself, knows. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she knows it's a it's a it's a huge risk. Um what she's doing and she knows that he's probably for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And everything, you know? So yeah. I mean, she's, she's willing to, to roll the dice and she, she slices her, her hand open and, and after telling him that her blood is medicine and then mixes her blood with his on the wound and hopes for the best. And then he goes, goes to sleep and then it's the next morning. No, he, he doesn't, he asks her to stay awake with him. Oh, does he? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that was one of the things he left on the tile. And she says, of course. Yeah. And then, as you said, the next morning we see Ellie wake up. Yeah. She fell asleep on him. Now. Sam sitting on the edge of the bed. Doing nothing, not moving. Yeah. And uh, Ellie comes over to him and then he attacks her. We see Sam's turned. And attacks okay. so fast. Like he's just yeah. like straight in there, you know, yeah. pushes her out of the room. Now, yeah. before we go into other stuff, I want to ask you at this point. Yes. Do you think... Mm. That he is in there, or is he a monster? Um, I think because you know the way this show is so well thought out. Do you think they've thought that through? Is that are we going to find an answer to that? No, we're never going to find an answer. To that. I don't think I don't think that that particularly matters because the end point of that is always the same. So, uh, I think that was written. That line was put in there to make us feel even worse about what's happening. Oh yeah, in the game, it's the same line from the game, yeah. same set of questions, yeah. but it plays out differently here. Where yeah. in the game, he doesn't show anyone that he's been bitten. He yeah. goes to bed. Ellie leaves her room, closes the door. Yeah, and I then I think he pulls up his pant leg. So we, the gamer, see that. Oh yeah. no, he's going to yeah. turn on them. You yeah. know, and um, because his brother is so like, we only take in what we need. We're so yeah. careful about our own survival. He feels like he's let his brother down. He doesn't want to do that. And that's one thing I have an issue with here. Mm. This is the this is the first time I'm I'm really picking a bone with something that I I think would have been so natural for Sam to do at that point would have been to tell his brother mm. if he knows he's possibly going to either become a monster mm. or become trapped inside a monster. How could he not have told his brother and told Ellie if he's letting anybody? You know, how could he not tell his brother? But he did tell Ellie. Is that yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think um, I think a kid like that raised under those circumstances to always be watchful and you know would probably feel like he broke a rule or let his brother down and then was assured by Ellie that um he'd be cured so he had no needs then because he trusted Ellie you know yeah I, I thought I just didn't get that from this Henry this Henry was so nice this Henry would let him bring that robot in the toy shop you know yeah um yeah, but I mean, he was still the the authority figure in his life, and I can see, yeah, I can see both. Yeah, I can see both sides yeah. of it. But it wouldn't be one that would trip me up at all. Really, I that was the one thing yeah. that kind of stood out to me. I, I couldn't believe he wasn't telling his brother when yeah. when he was telling someone else. You know, when I mean, his brother for, was so for, nice and didn't have the, any walls up about this the stuff. The purpose of the story they're telling, which focuses on two those two characters, Joel and Ellie, I think it lands better if it's mm-hmm. just. Ellie who who hears you know yeah. and it definitely puts an end cap like it, it makes the end cap of the, the the show of this episode work a lot harder you know sure does this one this one broke me more than Bill and Frank 
Oh yeah, these, these these last few scenes here. Well, I'm worrying about you, man. Should we stop doing this? Because like, oh, no, no, I like I like beating myself up. Every week. Yeah, I'm worried about this. <laughs> well, maybe if I give Mortal Kombat a go, I feel better, you know. <laughs> um, but I thought this was devastating. Like we see, yeah. he said the, the attack happens so quickly. The two guys in the other room hear a noise. Yeah, we see Ellie burst through the door. She's put on her back. Well. While uh, Clicker or infected Sam is, yeah. is looking for a bite, he's just ravenous, and, um, like this crazy fucking feral kid now, and he's just like barking. Yeah, yeah, yeah trying to get it. Uh, amazing to performance by the kid again. You know, excellent. I yeah, got his name. I should have got his name. I didn't get it. Um, but he was really, really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, then Joel goes to run over to try and pull him off Ellie, yeah. and we see that. Fucking Henry is a proper liar. That gun that had no ammunition in it has ammunition in it. Is and he that shoots the ground. Gun, though? This is the thing. I thought that was Joe's Isn't it gun, not? And it's in between them. It's like a race oh. for the gun. Yeah. I thought, I thought him admitting to be a liar was setting this up, that he actually had bulls in the gun that I'd forgotten about. Yeah. Sam is played by Kivon. Sorry, Kivon, if I'm mispronouncing this, but Kivon Woodard. That's that's the, the yeah he's brilliant Henry's Lamar Johnson um but yeah fucking amazing is, is Kevon is he deaf as well in real life um well it does it say there that on the little bit of the internet that I'm looking at right now <laughs> yeah I might be reaching too far there yeah he might be um but yeah no he's he was excellent but anyway so the yeah I there is a there is a a scramble for the gun and I I thought it was I thought it was Giles I don't don't think it was I, I, you know yeah I don't know I, I thought it was setting up that he was lying yes he had ammo on the gun or something yeah. like I can't remember but but he has a gun anyway yeah and he shoots the ground and Joel yeah. stops yeah and you, we kind of see this moment because that's my fucking brother you know don't don't touch him yeah and Joel is watching Eddie almost get this, get bitten again or ripped apart whatever it was what this, this guy's going to do Sam is going to do yeah. and then um, Henry shoots him and yeah there's like an amazing in sequence the here. Yeah. yeah. Where Henry's not saying anything. There's looking to Ellie and Joel, and then he's looking at the blood, the blood pour of his brother's head on the floor. Yeah. And then we see Joel go to Ellie, see if Ellie's okay. Ellie says she's okay. And we see Henry, and we see, again, more of that Chernobyl stuff, that kind of point of view where we're looking at Henry. We see Henry looking at more blood. Yeah. Uh, and then Henry puts the gun on Joel. Yeah. And there's a there's a standoff, and yeah. Joel kind of notices, and I think Ellie notices at the point. Oh, he's not going to use the gun on us. He's going to use it on himself. And just as they realize that, he turns the gun on himself, and then Henry kills himself because just like Bill and Frank had, yeah. uh, or Bill had a purpose with Frank, Henry's purpose was Sam, and now yeah. there's no more Sam, and so there's no more Henry. And, yeah, uh, it's so sad. I mean, in in that moment, like it's fraud. I I don't know if they know that Henry wouldn't take a shot at them. I, you know, it could, it could have been, it's so crazy at that point that he's, yeah. his emotions are so heightened that he could have taken them all out. But I think yeah. he does what he thinks is the right thing to do, you know, cause he, he's definitely not going to go on after that. And, mm-hmm. you know, interesting kind of juxtaposition of, um, Kathleen and Michael and Henry and Sam. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those fraternal relationships that are now destroyed because mm-hmm. of this fucking virus, like this thing that's just. It was. It was funny before we came on. I read a tweet there and it was like, so uh, 
is every episode of Last was just going to make me fall in love with a character that dies at the end. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I just checked there. Kevon Woodward is deaf. Oh, brilliant. that's even more impressive, really, then. Yeah. Uh, fair play. But, um, yeah. I mean, uh, to, to do, to manage that much, I mean, for, for Lamar Johnson, then maybe he knows um, sign language beforehand. Maybe he didn't learn it for this. Who's that now? Lamar Johnson was... Uh, oh, Henry. yeah, Lamar Johnson. Uh, yeah, 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 Henry. Yeah, maybe yeah, he knew Henry. it beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. I liked the way he was teaching. Um, he was teaching Ellie through, throughout the, the yeah. episode. That, Endure uh, and survive, the, the, the motto. Yeah, there was some really nice, um, really, really nice uh, moments there, you know. Um, I thought that was really cool. Really yeah. cool, really cool. Uh, and I did like Henry and Joel's little dialogue about enduring survive from the comic book too, and yeah. then, then making fun of it. You know, despite yeah. like in the game, it's like a motto. It's something you kind of a mantra you'd repeat repeatedly. Yeah. You're here done repeatedly. Yeah. And, uh, like here's two tough guys gone. It's, uh, it's yeah. not necessary, really, isn't it? <laughs> you know? yeah. So then, I suppose the last scene is chilling. Yeah, absolutely chilling. And it's again, it's 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 another chunk of innocence taken yeah. away yeah, 100% I mean just like um, in the game they only talk about the funeral they, we don't see it yeah um, here here we get to see it yeah um, we see Joel finishing up the grave um, there's a couple of little headstones there for them and uh, Ellie comes walking out and she's holding the magic slate yeah she puts the slate back on one of the headstones on, on Sam's headstone and uh, starts walking off kind of like how she did after Tess had died She's she asked Joel what, what way are we going and let's go yeah yeah. And, oh, uh, nice, like, yeah yeah so Joel slowly gets himself gathered he can see things at play here and he looks down on the magic slate and he sees the words I'm sorry written on it mm. we the viewer have an idea why you know that mm. she feels like her medicine wasn't good enough it didn't help you know mm. it didn't and she, and she fell asleep, you know, or, or it could be both those things. Um, but uh, Joel doesn't know what it is. Seems to have an inkling that something's gone on there with, with Ellie and Sam. And uh, he just slowly gathers his pieces up. Um, Ellie turns around and goes, come on. Yeah. And boss Ellie is back in charge again. And, and yeah. Joel is following and, and they go walking down their, their road like we so often yeah. seen them. Uh, like her only, her only conversation with Joel there after she drops the magic slate off onto the onto the earth um of of Sam's grave is uh which way is west yeah you know so she's all business she's yeah. straight back into the mission she doesn't want to talk about Sam she doesn't want to talk about what's happened she doesn't want to talk about the crushing cruelty of the world that she's found herself in as a 14 year old she just yeah. wants to get moving yeah and put it behind her you know? A bit like Joel, not dealing with it. Best not dealing with it, yeah. yeah. And I mean, she's taking her cue from him, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and then then that's it. We're out. That's uh, it. And I, I thought it was amazing. I, I loved the game. And that moment in the game was pretty devastating. Yeah. Um, And I kind of felt that most of the way through here, we said it a few times, in the game, because you're playing the character, you're more emotionally invested. But yeah. in a few moments in the show they've landed a beat that lands harder in the game. This particular one landed mm. far harder. Yeah. You know, landed far harder. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I thought it was just brilliant. I mean, 
I'd have to go back and watch it again to see how they really established that kind of um, empathy for the characters because uh, yeah. they managed to cover quite a lot with them in a very short amount of time together. Yeah. And yeah. you have all the feels for them. You know, uh, really, really, really amazing stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. Another, another fantastic episode. Um, and uh, yeah, we're back on the road. Yeah. And it's a bit foreshadowing as well. So we see that we see Kathleen having she said in her speech to Henry about you know would you change the world for this one kid you know mm-hmm. we see her doing it for Michael yeah you know yeah and then she ends up dead yeah and Henry's sure. doing it for Sam yeah. he ends up dead mm. and we know down the road what's coming but Joel is doing it for Ellie yeah you know whether he likes it or not yeah yeah so look we'll see anyway that's uh, that's us we went along there um on um, the Odds Pod presents the fifth, fifth of them of them, yeah, the fifth of them. Um, so yeah, we'll um, be back next week with another episode. And yeah. in the meantime, you can always check out the uh, the mothership, the Odds Pod. Um, we have another episode out this coming Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Who is it this week? I actually can't remember. Who is it this week? Oh, I know who it is this week. Yeah, yeah. It's um, a fantastic stalwart um, of the animation scene. Yes, I was going to say, was it Mr. I can do 130 pages in a few months? Yeah. 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 <laughs> in a few weeks. Yeah, in a, a few, few weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> While holding yeah. down several other jobs and a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great episode, guys. You're in for a treat. Yeah, absolutely. So, look, you can, as always, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, the odds pod is at, at the odds pods. And I'm at Bennessy and Dave's. I'm at Dave Hendrick. And before we go, we should say uh, Ben's new book, Godfell, is going to hit comic book stores on the 22nd of Feb. That's, if you nice. already, That's the one. If you haven't already pre ordered it, shame on you, but we'll yeah. let you off. I'm sure there'll be a few, a few shelf copies knocking around. And Ben's got a sign in coming up in Big Bang Comics and Dundrum on the 25th at what time, Ben? At the 25th at five o'clock, 5 p.m. Okay, well, uh, we might see us there. Yeah, I uh, hope, hope you guys come down. Um, we have, I have sketches I'm going to give away on the day, and I have a golden ticket for a portfolio review that I'm giving away on the day as well. And you'll only get these in store on the day, so please come down. Fancy, all right, we're out.